This week I read a fascinating article describing why there is so much anti-Semitism in our world. I thought the perspective was well worth speaking about because it also indicates why there is also so much anti-Catholicism. The author did not explain why there is so much animosity between factions of Islam on the one side and Judaism and Catholicism, in fact all Christianity, on the other. But I will address that near the end of my comments today. But regarding the animosity between the world and anti-Semitism and anti-Catholicism, the author presented the idea that it has to do with the monotheism of Judaism and Christianity. Monotheism is something that is unique in the history of the world. Prior to the ascendancy of Christianity, monotheism was limited almost exclusively to Judaism. Why is this important? This author's thesis considered other religions, especially in that day, which were regional and contained many gods. When there was a war between the different peoples, and also then between the different religions, there was often an accommodation by those who were conquered of the gods of the conquerors. We see this in the Bible stories of First and Second Maccabees, and how the conquering Greeks wanted to force their religion, their gods, on the Jewish people. That did not sit well and caused a great backlash from many of the Jewish people. This is no trivial thing. It lies at the heart of what Judaism and Christianity really is. We are a people dedicated to the God of the universe, who has chosen to reveal himself through the Jewish people first, then through his Messiah, Jesus. The reason anti-Semitism has been so persistent is because Judaism fights against, fights against accepting false gods. What are the false gods of today? Well, start with greed, pride, licentiousness, sexual perversions, in general, anything that glorifies the rights and privileges of the individual. These are some of the false gods of today. If you were to look at the pantheon of Greek gods, you would find many of the similar kinds of problems that we face today, but they were packaged as part of religious cults. The old saying that there's nothing new under the sun is very true. The fallen human mind and heart focuses on things that are not holy. But Judaism and Christianity have focused our attention not on the things of this world, but on the things of heaven and the holiness of God. I think this is a good explanation for why anti-Semitism and anti-Catholicism is so rampant in the world today. People do not want to be held to a higher standard. They want to live the way they want and not to count any costs to others or to themselves. This is also part of the danger of what is happening in the Catholic Church in Germany with their Synodal Way. They are trying to accommodate modern culture to attract those who have fallen away rather than doubling down on the truth of the gospel. Accommodation is not the way of the gospel. St. Paul tells Titus that we are called to be a peculiar people, a people set apart for the service of the gospel. I would urge you to take a good look at the first letter from St. Peter. It outlines much of how different we are called to be. Read it! <laughs> God, in his self-revelation, has taught us a different way of living. He has taught us a way to live for others. We are called to set aside some of those personal desires for the good of others. 
We are called to live for others, to love our neighbor as ourself. This is one of the cores of our faith. John the Baptist in the Gospel this weekend calls us to leave the comfort of society, to head to the desert, so that we can learn to live for others. When we struggle with our own lives for the sake of others, we begin to live for others. But our society looks at something very different as the best way to live. Live for yourself. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Live the day for today. God presents to us a very different vision. This past Thursday, our reading from Mass was taken from the prophet Isaiah. In that short section, God identified himself with the personal statement of I eleven times. He unequivocally declared himself the God of the universe. In doing so, he was making a declaration about who we are as well. We are called to be his servants, and even further, we are called his children by adoption. This has profound consequences for how we are called to live. But the world hates us for that, because it wants to live for its own sake, in its own way, serving other gods of its own making. This is the consistent problem and battle that Judaism and Catholicism face. It is the reason why there is so much anti-Semitism and anti-Catholicism in our world. I want to draw a distinction between Catholicism and Protestantism. Much of modern Protestantism has accommodated the world and so many of the issues of our society. And how they have sold their, away their birthright by giving in to certain things. It should not be a surprise that there is less uh, upset at modern Protestantism than there is for Catholicism and Judaism. The accommodations that Protestantism has made to the modern world has, in effect, neutered its ability to speak about the truth of God and his call to holiness. We are called to be the peculiar people that calls the world to holiness. The world does not like the purity that the Catholic Church calls us to live in. And this is the same call that God has issued to the Jews. So it is no surprise to me that anti-Semitism and anti-Catholicism are among the last of the bigotries that are acceptable. Now, I would like to talk a little bit about the problem of Islam. An influential church historian from the last century named Hilaire Belloc wrote an excellent book on the heresies of Christianity. One of the primary ones he mentioned was Islam. Why did he call it a heresy? Because of Muhammad's view of who Jesus is. Muhammad denied that he is God. Also, Muhammad wrote in his later life, and it is part of the Quran, that Islam must fight for supremacy against Judaism and Christianity. The radicals in modern-day Islam focus on that and choose to fight against Israel because they see them as a perversion of what they think right religion is. It is true that Islam is a monotheistic religion, as is Judaism and Christianity. I have heard on one occasion that Islam wants to come against Saturday first, then against Sunday. Judaism, then Christianity. This modern, violent focus on it is on on a tribalism inherent in Muhammad's writings. At best, I think we can call Islam a heresy against Christianity. I know 
that statement would not be palatable to followers of Muhammad. But we were here before them, and many of the things written about faith in the Quran appear to be twists away from Christianity. Many of those twists are so egregious that trying to draw people back from the heresy that is Islam is almost impossible. To close, I would like to note that anti-Semitism in our culture is different from the anti-Semitism springing from radical Islam. What is driving each of these movements is very different. The biggest problem is that Western anti-Semitism is incompatible with Islamic anti-Semitism. But these people in the West just do not understand the implications of their hatred for God in its form of anti-Semitism and anti-Catholicism. This is not by any means a complete description of the problems we are facing, but it gets us pointed in the right direction.